Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. What a great privilege. What a great honor to be back with you yet again forcefully advancing the kingdom with Jesus. I've been off for a while. I had a very strong burden and impression and leading in my spirit by the Lord to set some time aside to seek the face of the Lord through fasting and praying. And after that, the Lord gave me some wonderful privilege to rest my body. And I'm grateful to God that he has strengthened me and quickened me and has brought me back again. It's a great privilege. It's a great honor. And I'm grateful. I know it is well with you. It is well with your household. I believe you are doing well. The Bible says, Say unto the righteous, It is well with them, for they shall eat the fruit of their labor. So I say unto you this morning in the name of Jesus that it is well with you. That's the mind of the Father concerning you, concerning your family, concerning all that you do. It is well. It is well. Glory be to Jesus. First Peter chapter 5 verse 10. First Peter chapter 5 verse 10. The Bible says, But may the God of all grace, the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, after you have been through difficult, challenging situations, may the God of all grace perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. The four powerful spiritual work of grace. Number one, grace perfects, grace establishes, grace strengthens, grace settles. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. You see, let us therefore come boldly, boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace, grace to help in times of need. Grace perfects, grace establishes, grace strengthens, and grace settles. The first spiritual work of grace is to perfect the heart of a believer and align such a heart towards God. That is an order, a progressive order of the work of grace. Grace of God is not meant to establish what is not directly perfected by God. God will not establish that which is not aligned with his will. 
So it is critical, it is important, it is very cogent that whatever you do, the call of whatever you do, ministry, business, marriage, relationship, whatever you do, the core, the center of it must be aligned, must be perfected by the grace of God, by the grace of God. 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 4 to 5. For it came to pass when Solomon was old that his wives turned away his heart after other gods, and his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God, as was the heart of David his father. For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonite. And Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord, and went not fully after the Lord, as did David his father. Then did Solomon build an high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab in the hill that is before Jerusalem, and for Molech, the abomination of the children of Ammon. And likewise did he for all his strange wives, which burnt incense and sacrificed unto their gods. Verse 9, And the Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart was turned from the Lord God of Israel, which had appeared unto him, twice. Verse 11. Wherefore the Lord said unto Solomon, For as much as this is done of thee, and thou hast not kept my covenant and my status, which I have commanded thee, I will surely rend the kingdom from thee. I will break the kingdom. I will scatter the kingdom. I will not establish your kingdom. I will give it to thy servant. I will give it to thy servant. I will tear the kingdom into twelve places. You will have only two. And ten will be given to your servant. I cannot establish that which has not been perfected. That which has not been burned out of a sincere heart. Out of a Heart that is perfected towards God. So you see, the purpose of grace is not to give us the excuse to sin, but to perfect our heart, to stabilize our heart, to align our heart towards God. The core of all that you do, whether through the gift of God in your life, whether through your ministry, whether through your calling, whether through your marriage, whether through your career, through your profession, the core, the core, the core of that assignment must be perfectly aligned towards God. And how do we get to that realm? Grace, grace, grace. The grace of God perfect that which is lacking. Perfect your heart. Lord, I want the heart of my ministry to be perfected by your grace. 
that will keep me focused on God so that there will be a consistent, constant transmission of the heart of God. I do not want to turn away. There are things that you are doing right now that will cause a shift of your heart, that will misalign your heart. You may not feel the impact right now. You may not see the damage right now. You may not know the consequences of the little, little foxes, the little, little misalignment, the little wind, the gentle breeze, and the gentle wind of the devil of the world that is trying to misalign your orientation towards the Lord. You may not know how these things are already impacting on your soul. Solomon did not know. He had a beautiful time of his life, enjoying the fame, enjoying the attention from women, from the queen of Sheba, from different women from different places, oh, from different kings, gold from here, and silver from there, timber from here, offerings from different nations. He was enjoying the attention, but he did not know that he was damaging the foundation of the perfection of his heart towards God. He did not know. He did not know until he became old. There were things he did as a young king that did not have any consequence at the time. But when he became old, he could see the visible impact of what decisions of the misalignment of his heart. The Bible says his heart was not perfect towards the Lord his God. Mm. Although the Lord appeared to him twice, although the Lord showed him the privilege that Solomon enjoyed, I am not sure that David, his father, enjoyed it. The privilege that Solomon enjoyed, I am not sure that Saul, the first king of Israel, enjoyed it. In fact, the privilege that Solomon enjoyed, I am not sure if Samuel the prophet enjoyed it. For the Lord appeared unto Solomon twice, 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 twice. But towards the end of his life, his heart was not perfect towards God. What is the heart of your ministry? What is the heart? What is the heart of that relationship? What is the core? The core of your giftings. The core of your business. The core of your gift. Is your heart perfect? Aligned towards God? Or you have allowed the gentle breeze of fame, the gentle breeze of strange doctrines, the gentle breeze of inclusion, the gentle breeze of I can do whatever I want to do, at least the grace of God covers me. Hello! The grace of God is to perfect you. It's not to make you a weakling. The grace of God is not to make you bow to the level where sin dominates you. The grace of God is to perfect your heart. 
towards God. To perfect your heart. To perfect your heart. To stabilize. Until that is perfected, establishment will be impossible. God cannot establish that relationship because the core of it, the heart of that relationship, has turned away from God's will and God's purpose. God cannot establish that ministry. You know why you've been praying and saying, God, do this in my life. And God is saying, I can't just establish it. It will be unjust. It will be ungodly. It is not part of the nature of God to establish that which has turned away from him. There were covenants that were already established with David that Solomon blew away. God had promised David that his throne would be established. And when Solomon came because his heart turned from the Lord, his heart was not perfected by grace. Lord, let your grace perfect my heart. There are things I'm struggling with. There are relationships I'm struggling with. There are things in ministry that I know and I know that right now the impact is not very obvious. But as I get older, there may be some regret. Mm, Lord, deal with those things now. I don't want cheap grace. Cheap grace. Cheap grace that allows men to do as they please. I don't want the grace that cannot perfect my heart towards God. So that it will further establish, strengthen and settle me. I don't want to be oscillating about the same axis without direction, just vibrating, without power. I don't want to walk in vain, oh God. I don't want to do anything in vain, oh God. Whatever cannot be perfected by grace in my life, I don't want. Lord, perfect the the core the heart of the matter when you say the heart of a matter it is the center the core is what holds that thing together what is holding your life in god together must be perfected by the grace of god so when you come before the throne of grace you are finding grace to help hebrews 4 16 grace to help grace to help grace to help grace to help in times of need why is it important for our heart to be perfected towards God. Why do we need grace to do that deep work in us? Because the heart is the tool of spiritual negotiation. With your heart, you can discuss with God. You can negotiate. You can transmit. Let's read the book of 2 Kings chapter 20. From verse 1, in those days, Ezekiah was sick and near death, and Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. Then he turned his face towards the wall. Hallelujah. The king did not 
engage in further discussion. He just turned his face towards the wall and prayed to the Lord saying, look at the content of his prayer, remember now, O Lord, I pray, how I have walked, I have walked before you in truth and with a perfect heart, with a loyal heart, with a heart aligned to do your will and have done what was good in your sight. And Ezekiah wept bitterly. That was all. He used his heart, the very core of his life, to pray to God. Lord, remember, if you forget anything, do not forget how I have walked before you. How I have served you in truth and with a perfect, with a loyal heart. And I've done what was good in your sight. Look at the immediate response of God. Verse 4. And it happened before Isaiah had gone out into the middle court that the word of the Lord came to him saying, Return and tell Ezekiah, the leader of my people, thus says the Lord, the God of David your father, I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Surely I will heal you. On the third day, you shall go up to the house of the Lord and I will add to your days 15 years. I will add to your days 15 years. I will deliver you and this city from the hand of the king of Assyria and I will defend this city for my own sake and for the sake of my servant David. He got 15 years more. 15 years to live because he went back to God and said, God, I have served you. I have loved you. Not in hypocrisy. Not in deception. Not because of what I will get. Not because of what I wanted. I have served you. Not because I want fame. Not because I want followers on social media. I have served you. Not because I want people to worship me. Not because I want offerings. I want money. I have served you. Not because I want to be noticed. I served you in truth. And with a perfect heart. Oh God. Remember that. Remember that. Instant answer. It was established for another 15 years. (laughs) Lord, let your grace perfect my heart. Lord, let your grace perfect that which is lacking in my heart. Perhaps you are serving the Lord with hidden agenda. Perhaps you are serving the Lord doing business, doing your education, your relationship. You are doing and God is not honored. Your ministry, your calling, amazing, powerful ministry. Why are you doing it? Is your heart perfect towards God? Here is the Lord saying to you today, my son, my daughter, a time will come. A time will come 
when you will have nothing to engage God with but your perfect heart. Ezekiah could not say, well, Lord, I have attended many conferences. Lord, you know, I have given millions of dollars to the, to the kingdom. Lord, you know, I have, I, have, I, have, I have done this, I have done that. I have, I have preached to a thousand souls. No, Lord, the very core of my life is my heart for you. And I have, by your grace, served you with a perfect a perfect, a loyal heart. My heart was undivided. My heart was not turned away from you. Not money, not fame, not women, not men, not glory, not gold. Nothing, nothing could separate me from your love. I have followed you. I have given attention to your word. So therefore, Lord, let's negotiate. Remember now. There are things that God will remember. But the key thing that God will remember is the perfection of your heart towards him. And that perfection of your heart can be attained. How? Can be attained and accomplished by grace. May the God of all grace, the God of all grace, who called us, to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. After you have suffered a while, the suffering has an expiry date. What will he do? He will perfect. If he cannot perfect, he cannot establish. So he must first perfect. He will establish by grace. Then strengthen what he has established. And then said to you. I commend you to God this morning and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up, which is able to perfect you, which is able to establish you, which is able to strengthen you, which is able to settle you and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. God bless you. God bless your household. God bless the works of your hand. Lord, I'm my strength, my shield To you alone May my spirit yield Hey, hey, hey you You alone are my strength You're my strength Jesus, hey, you're you're my strength, Jesus. She are in weakness, you're my strength. In a storm, you're my strength. In trials, you're my strength. In problems and pain, in tears and shame, you're my strength, Jesus. Oh, you. You are my strength, my shield. Oh, 